Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh my God, it's been a minute since we've chatted one-to-one. It's been about a month which is really crazy to think about. We've had some really incredible guests the last couple of weeks on the podcast. We had Laura from Sanctuary Within Healing talking about Huna healing and taking 100% responsibility for your life and a little bit of inner earth civilizations. And then we had Emily the Medium on last week. She's an expert in all things spirit babies. And we talked about, um, you know, contracting souls as your future children, how to connect with them. And we also talked about one of my favorite topics, which is the earth training school up in the Pleiades, um, which we all experience and go to before coming um, to earth. So that was really a fun episode as well two really great episodes. If you haven't listened to them, I definitely recommend um, putting some time aside whenever you feel guided to listen to them. There's a lot of really great wisdom from these women in these episodes. And I saw 111 on the recording as I said that. So you know it's true. It's in alignment. Um, The last time I spoke to you guys one-on-one, I wasn't even 25 yet, which is like insane to think about. Um, I was a completely different Honestly, I do want to say, like, I really was a completely different person. I have felt such an insane level of transformation since I last hopped on and spoke to you one-to-one. For those of you who didn't know, I had my birthday at the end of November. I'm a Sagittarius babe, and birthdays have always been, especially since my awakening, have always been such a really spiritual time of um, death and rebirth for me, which is really interesting. Um, death and rebirth is very much Scorpio-esque energy, but I'm a, I'm a third degree uh, Sagittarius. So um, it's, it, I still feel some of that Scorpio energy that lingers around, probably because my Mercury is in my eighth house. But um, yeah, it's always been such a rebirthing process for me. Um, And my birthday looked very different this year than it did last year. And I really was able to see the immense growth. Like, I can't believe it's only been a year, but I also can't believe it's only been a year. Do you get what I mean? Like, I can't believe that I have grown and expanded and healed so much since my birthday, my 24th birthday last year up until this point but I also like when my birthday rolled around I was like but I just turned 24 like how is it my birthday again already um so it was it was definitely like a really interesting day um time wise and I had one of the most profound shifts that day that I'll definitely talk about more so in the future but I just had such a profound moment with my higher self with my soul my whole soul. It was so, so, so beautiful. And, um, I'm still, I think processing parts of that, but it was such a beautiful day and I felt so loved and I celebrated with friends and family the weekend following. And I, 
this this episode is probably going to be like in the best way very emotional because of the things that we are talking about today like today is a really exciting day um but I just kind of want to get you guys up to speed because I haven't gotten to talk to you guys like one-to-one in like a month so yeah my birthday was really really special and I this year coming into 25 I feel like I am the person that I have been wanting to be for so long like I have been working towards being this version of myself and I am now her and I am in the timeline that I manifested for myself last July um, during the Lionsgate portal in July and August and beautiful things are happening in my life like I am so in alignment with where I want to be and go and grow into and things that are happening in my life right now if you, if you would have told me six months ago even, I want to say that I would be here and I would be so calm and receptive and grounded and ready and in love with my life in every facet of, you know, of, of what life offers. Like, I, I really don't think that I, I think I would have been like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. But like, I don't think I would have felt that in my heart like I do now. And I sent out an email today on my weekly wisdom. I will link it below if you're not subscribed. It's just, I mean, it's really good. I send out some pretty wise ass shit every week, every Monday usually. Um, and, you know, last Monday I had um, a, a live community hangout with my Patreon members and they were, you know, we all catch up and we all talk about all the beautiful things that we're manifesting and that we've created for ourselves and the milestones we're reaching and the expansion we've undergone. And, you know, I was sharing my part in that. And one of my patrons asked me, she said, what has been, you know, the, the mindset shift that you've had? Um, what steps have you taken to open yourself up to receiving so many of your manifestations in such a short period of time? Because if you don't already know, I felt really stagnant. Um, for honestly, like three quarters of 2022, it just really wasn't my jam. Um, I was feeling really stuck. I was feeling really stagnant. I was feeling like I wasn't progressing. I felt like I was in this perpetual cycle of healing and ego death and healing and ego death. And it just was very taxing. And I'm grateful for it because ultimately it brought me to a breakthrough that I have been yearning for. And it also um, created a whole book of poetry which we're going to talk about in a minute Um, but she asked me you know what changes I've made you know in this last quarter Um, specifically it's been since like October I had a really big breakthrough in October um, what actually I I talk about this a little bit in the episode with Laura uh, from a couple of weeks ago Laura really helped ground me back into love after uh, a not so fun experience in October and um, ever since then I have just really, really gone through a really big shift and, um, I'm really, really grateful to have such incredible soul family around me to remind me of the truth that I do metaphysically know, um, but sometimes humanly struggle to, uh, connect into my heart, um, or I struggled to connect in my heart. It's been um, quite a quite a learning curve in, in some aspects. I spoke to you all about my past lives recently, and um, I think you know sometimes you go through things on the planet, and even though you're not in that lifetime anymore, you remember them, and it sometimes makes it really hard to 
feel okay here to feel like everything is gonna you know not end up in death (laughs) again um I mean it will right but not a death like that um so I've had these really big shifts and one thing that you know I, I wrote in this email that I sent out today was um this is you guys are hearing this a week after I'm recording it so the the days are gonna be a little bit uh wonky in terms of how you're hearing this, but I, I mentioned how the, the one pivotal change that, um, I made was actually instilling a gratitude practice and gratitude practice was honestly guys, something that like, like I'm all for being grateful. Don't get me wrong. I don't eye roll at being grateful, but gratitude practices were something that I really had a bit of an ax to grind with because turns out I just wasn't doing it in alignment with myself. And that's why I had a bit of an ax to grind. Um, but I started doing my own type of gratitude practice and I do it every morning and I do it right when I wake up and I list things that I'm grateful for. And some days it's two or three things. And some days I think I've gone as far as like writing like 15 things down, um, that I am grateful for. And some days it's the food in my fridge and my, you know, half furnished apartment that I'm genuinely, truly grateful for. And other days it's, you know, a bunch of other things. And those things are irrelevant that day. And, I don't force myself to feel grateful for things that I should feel grateful for if that morning I'm not actually feeling it in my heart. And what this has done is it has allowed me to really um, tap into my heart space and also um, reframe my mind before it even starts to work in the morning. Uh, And I found that the mornings that I did this right away when I woke up, if challenges or stress or like big things came up throughout the day, I was able to move through it with such ease and grace and security and confidence. And the days where I didn't do it right away, maybe left it to the afternoon or the evening, I had really high anxiety days. So I kind of like the way that it primes my mind. And I do believe that you know, tapping into my heart space. And I know this to be scientifically true as well, but tapping into my heart space and priming my brain itself, like priming my subconscious and conscious mind to focus on the gratitude and the beautiful things, um, doesn't give my mind time to be anxious in the morning, to be stressed. And it's been a complete game changer for me. And I have manifested some of the most incredible things, um, in my life in the last, um, couple of months. Um, some of which I'll talk to you about today. Uh, I manifested more in the last eight weeks than I have uh, all year, if I'm being completely honest with you, because I've pulled myself out of stagnancy and I've just completely realigned myself to my highest timeline, my highest self, my soul. And I am just so grateful, honestly. Um, And it's funny, I'm saying this and there's a, a note on my vision board that says my grateful heart is a magnet to miracles. And my God, is that ever true? I didn't even know I had that on mine. I didn't even know I had that on my vision board. I stare at it every day, but it's all going in the subconscious. So I don't, um, I don't necessarily consciously, um, process these things every day, but today is a really special day. Um, when you're hearing this and I'm going to get so emotional. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to get like so emotional because this is like such a, oh my God. I just saw 11, 11 on the recording. I love that for me. Um, I love that for us, honestly, because what today is, it's not just for me now. It's for you too. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, um, so the day that you're hearing this is Monday, December 12th. And it is the day that my very first book, 
and poetry collection, Sweet Daisies, Verses for a Healing Heart, is available for purchase. It is finally released. You can go and get your hands on it. I will have it linked below for you. Um, it's available in all Amazon marketplaces and it's also available at Barnes and Nobles in the, in the States. Um, so I will have all of those links, um, linked below for you. I will say if you are searching it on Amazon, um, make sure that you select the category books and then type in sweet daisies. And it should be one of the first three, um, items that comes up for you. But if you search it generally, um, you might not be able to find it. So just make sure that you're searching books or you're using the link below, uh, to find it and buy it and read it, which is so fucking, so fucking insane to me. Um, I got my proof copy about a week ago. Yeah, actually a week ago today. And, um, that was a whole other experience. So I've kind of talked about this in my vlogs on YouTube, which I'll link below as well. If you want to see kind of the behind the scenes of how this has all kind of gone down and how I created a whole ass book. Um, and I talk a little bit about this as well in, uh, the October 10th episode, finally revealing the project to you guys. So, um, I do talk about this, but I'll kind of go over it again, but um, you know, I didn't know that I was writing a poetry collection. I was just writing. This was something that was for me and only for me. And there came a point in like June, July, where I was like, holy crap, I have like over 200 poems and verses and activations here. Like, what am I going to do with that? And I decided to put them all into a Word document. And I was like, oh, I'll publish this when I'm like 45, <laughs> which is like, I'm not sure like why that came to mind, but like maybe the, maybe I like subconsciously associate poetry with maturity. And I think of that, I don't know, it's really weird, but anyway, so then seeing it all in a word document, like 200 plus pages was like also really fucking weird. And then, um, I, you know, went into this quantum leaping ceremony, um, right before the Lionsgate portal opened up and quantum leaped into my highest reality where I recognized that I, I'm, I, and I've known this for so long, right? I've known that I'm born to be an author. I've shared this story in, um, the October 10th episode. I share it in the vlogs, one of the first vlogs. Like I have always known, I think I was like 11 or 12 years old when I said that I was going to write a book about my life. And, um, you know, just over a decade later, that book is, it's fully written and it's ready for you to buy today. And it's, beautiful if I do say so myself. Um, so, you know, this, um, whole process has been just crazy. And so then I ended up printing off the manuscript. And then when I got the manuscript that felt really real. And then I had to organize the manuscript, which is what you see in, um, the vlogs, because I think a lot of poets and it's a beautiful way to do poetry. Poetry is just very random, right? Like from page to page, you could be going from like any emotion to any concept. And that's, that's what poetry is. And it's beautiful in its own right. But I am someone who I like to tell stories and specifically this poetry, um, you know, I wrote it over the course of mostly, um, nine months, um, from let's say like September of, um, maybe like October, I want to say maybe October of 2021 till July of, um, 2022. Is that the year that we're still in? Yeah, it is. Oh my God. Time has been so weird for me. Um, I wrote it mostly within that like nine, 10 month period with a couple of pieces being, um, 
from another book that I thought these pieces were going to go in, which, you know, when I look at it retrospectively, it just like doesn't make any sense that it would have ever gone in a self-help book. Like it's way too poetic. Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. And then, so, you know, I'm organizing this manuscript and I'm like, wow, like I wrote a book, like this is a lot of paper. This is a lot of, this is a lot of paper. But then my proof copy came and I cannot explain to you. Um, you guys are going to see it in a vlog on, on YouTube. Actually, that should be up today. So I will post that um, below as well. I'll link it below. But you're going to see me like just kind of like freak out in my kitchen for a second. Like it's really crazy to see your thoughts on paper, right? But then to see that paper in a book and all of the papers in a particular book are things that came from your mind. I really cannot begin to explain to you what that feels like. Um, I don't know if there is a human word that can accurately describe the feeling that it gives me to see it, to hold it, to touch it, to, to know that every single word minus the quote at the back of the book is a beautiful thought, sometimes a painful one, sometimes a very dark one, sometimes a very liberating one that came from my mind, from my soul, and from my heart. And it is just insane. It's truly just insane to me that I I am officially an author. I am officially a poet. This is my career now. Um, you know, like this is the evolution of my career. It's I have chills when I say that. I have always known that this is what I have been meant to do. I've always known. And to act on that in such an aligned and beautiful and um, serendipitous way. Serendipitous is a word that my soul's been using with me lately. Um, I had to Google it the other day when she was channeling it to me and I was like, oh, that's what that means. I'm going to have to Google it again after this because I'm still trying to figure out and like conceptualize it. But, um, you know, it's just been, it's been very, very beautiful. Um, to come into this version of myself who I've always known that I was meant to be like there was no there was no doubt in my mind it was really just a matter of when but to be living in that when now I mean that is just I mean come on right like that is that is something else to me that is something else to me um I'm I'm in awe and I cannot thank you enough from the bottom of my heart, the depths of my soul for being so supportive of um, this, this book of mine. Um, what is essentially, someone said this to me and we'll talk about it later, but what is essentially my heart in written form. Um, so thank you so much for allowing me to, you know, share this with you all and for being so um receiving of it and for desiring it as much as I desired to create it and, and birth it to you essentially um there's some things that I want to talk about about you know the process of manifestation with this book and how beautiful um you know just following my soul has been for me so I want to get into that I also want to talk about a few things exclusively with you all um things that I probably won't share elsewhere because I don't know what it is maybe it's because you guys can't like see my face when I'm like talking I don't know if that's like the element of like like hidden like secrecy for me or what it is I feel so comfortable talking on the podcast like into this microphone to you all um and just like basically like bearing my heart to you so I'm gonna go grab the book and 
we're going to start talking about some things that are in it and some things that you might experience in this book. And I'm going to give you a fat list of trigger warnings before we jump into it because it's like really, the first bit of the book is like pretty dark. Um, so we'll talk about that. And then I'll talk to you about like some really aligned manifestations that have come in um, for me just in the process of, of writing um, Sweet Daisies or I mean, not writing it, but getting it ready for publication. So let's jump into that. Okay, so the first thing is, and I didn't write this in the book, the trigger warnings, but if you read the description on Amazon or wherever you purchase Sweet Daisies, you are going to see the themes that we talk about in the book um, that I share, that I write about. Um, Those themes are narcissistic abuse, um, heartbreak, grief, abusive relationships, like specifically romantic ones, um, my twin flame connection, which isn't really so much of a trigger warning, it's just more so like a thematic principle of the book, um, suicide, mental health, addiction, um, anxiety, depression, all of those are like, and self-harm, uh, past life deaths. Like I talk about all of that stuff. So, um, do know that that is just like an open, fair trigger warning for all of the content that you're going to read in Sweet Daisies. Um, Sweet Daisies covers the first 23 years of my life. Um, 22, 22 years, 23 years, like 22, 23 years. Um, and it's broken up into three parts. The first part is the beginning. Um, the second part is the breaking and the third part is the becoming. And basically you're going to follow along this poetic story of my life growing up with a narcissistic abusive parent, getting into an abusive relationship when I'm very, very young, having to go to court because of it. Um, and you'll see how that court case turned out in the book because it's written very poetically in there, um, to moving into, you know, my early adulthood, going off to college and meeting my twin flame, the beautiful other half of my soul who we're going to talk about a little bit because he's actually the reason I wrote this book. (laughs) It's called Sweet Daisies for a reason that will become very, very clear to you. There is a poem that literally like spells it out for you. Um, but we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk about, um, you know, him catalyzing me and being so supportive of this book. Um, and, and just really being so, um, my soul about it, honestly, is like the best way I can explain it. Um, and then we move into the becoming of like me recognizing that, you know, all of this pain that I felt with, you know, the separation with the other half of my soul is not actually separation at all. We are just one soul in two bodies. And, you know, I'm always connected to my soul because I am my soul and there is no separation and that comes back to unity consciousness and we are all one and um, it's it's a really beautiful evolution of healing in that sense and um, that healing also, you know, brings about all of the healing that I was able to um, kind of maximize on when it came to my role. I will say there are a couple of pieces in, I think there's just two or three pieces in Sweet Daisies where I talk about how difficult um, it can be to be a medium, to know so many things and to feel crazy um, or when people glorify what I do. And this is not something that I experience presently. And I just really want to preface with that. 
I made it a really strong point in the first like 18 months of my career to really make sure that people knew not to glorify what I do, not to put me on a pedestal because that was happening um, for a period of time and it made me one, very, very uncomfortable. Um, But two, it affects you in a way that like I don't think you understand until it happens to you um to be put on a pedestal and to feel like you have to be perfect and you can't be human and you can't make mistakes and you can't feel things and um and that was something that you know I spoke with uh, my community our community on Mads Mess about so much and I'm so grateful for everyone who has evolved with me in the community since then because we don't have that um problem anymore and I don't really want to call it a problem but it was something that I struggled with quite a bit, um, you know, at the beginning of, of this, you know, being 22 and, and, you know, all of that, it was just a lot. So you are going to read about that, but please know it's not a present feeling anymore. I feel very secure in my role and I, I feel very secure in the community that we're building in the way that, um, I've been able to remind all of you that we are literally all equal. We're just specializing in different things in this life. And, um, that's a beautiful thing as well. In terms of the cover, um, online, it's going to look a lot more purple than it is in print, but it has like, it's like a grayscale, um, lavender and I debated changing it and making it a bit darker, but I actually don't feel like it because it's so interesting doing that. I was like, well, people are expecting a more purple cover. Like I need to make it more purple. And then my higher self was like, well, do you like the way that it looks? I'm like, yeah, it's like a grayscale with like a lavender undertone. Like I actually really like how it turned out. She's like, well, then you don't change it. So I'm not changing it. It's actually perfect. It's exactly how I want it to be. I opted to go for white interior paper rather than cream. And I'm thinking I like that as well. Um, If you guys don't like it and you guys ever want to order another copy, let me know. I can make the changes to make it cream. But I personally, I like the white. I like the really clean look of it. And, um, the title is sweet daisies, but you're also going to see like a header title or a subtitle. And in that is verses for a healing heart. And that is something I get really emotional when I think about it, because this whole book is like literally my heart going through all of the ups and downs to get to where I always wanted to be this very peaceful, very whole, very reconnected to self and soul and universe space and energy within myself and within my life. And I, it's so beautiful when I read it and I look back, especially in the last few weeks, you know, um, especially in the last week when I got my proof copy, I'm, I read through the book a few times and I'm like, I don't even resonate with that anymore. Like I remember it, but I don't feel that way anymore. And that is just so insane to me. And you know, that comes with everything in the book. And, you know, I say that and, you know, obviously a lot of it is, a lot of it is about my twin flame. And again, I do want to say your twin flame never causes you trauma and never abuses you. It is like literally impossible based off of the energetic mechanics of your own soul. Like it's like not possible. Those are karmics. Um, I write about my karmic as well a little bit in this book. Um, Twin flames just, again, I I always say this and I know I have to do an episode on it soon and I'm probably going to get that out of the way so that I can kind of leave that in the same era as Sweet Daisies, more or less. Um, I feel like that's super important for me. And it's not to say that I'm no longer on the twin flame journey. I'm I'm a twin flame. I'm always going to be, I know exactly what wave I'm in. Like I know, I know I'm on this journey, but my, my soul is, um, 
I'm, I'm always going to be on this journey, but my soul is like, I'm, I, as one half of my soul am doing one thing right now. And you know, the rest of my soul is doing another thing and we're doing so well with where we're at right now. And I'm really happy with leaving everything that I talk about in sweet daisies in the past. And so it's not to say that I don't love my twin that he's not my twin anymore he is like it is like there is just him and I in this soul you know like there is literally nothing I could do because trust me I used to try and cordy cut from him and it just doesn't work it actually gets worse when you do that with a twin because it's your soul you cannot cord cut from your soul it's hilarious actually um but just the evolution that I have had and, um, you know, the direction of life that I am going in, I'm very happy about. And these worries and these pains that I had about, you know, doing life without him, that used to be such a painful memory. And, you know, now I think about that and I'm like, I'm never without you because I am you and you are me. Like there's like, there's no way around it. And um, I'm just in full union with myself, with my soul on the energetic level of things. And, you know, these fears and these pains that I had, even towards the end of the book, I think it's page 203. Let me double check for you here. I've got it. Um, It was really hard to write about. Um, yeah, page 203, whenever you get the book, like that is something that was such a question for me, you know, um, for so long. And now it's, I, I'm, I have so much peace with it. And I think at the, actually at the end it says, and oddly enough, I'm okay with whatever comes of this. Like I truly am just so at peace with it. And that is like an evolution that I really never thought I would have when it came to this connection, because this connection rocks you in a way that you have to completely desecrate all of the wounding that you've been programmed with that you've experienced and for a long time I just thought I was always going to feel pain with this um, experience that I'm having as a twin flame and I now know that that is the furthest from the truth and you know I have so much gratitude for him for making um, you know the hard decisions so that I can you know find that truth and find my fulfillment and so that he can find his it's it's really such a beautiful thing and um, what you'll read about I believe it's in at the at the end of the book so and also I really recommend going on my Instagram and looking at the um, Easter eggs because there's a really interesting Easter egg with what I'm about to share with you um but it's an instagram one so you know do a little crossover go and check out the easter egg post but um on page 211 there is um a little message and it's called in the garden of our afterthoughts and don't ask me how i came up with that because i just like it was something that was like downloaded to me and that will be at the end of every poetry collection because yes there are two more books this is a series it's a whole story it's a three book story um And I basically talk about how more or less this book only exists because of my twin, not because of the fact that he awakened me. Yes, also that, right? Like I wouldn't even be a guide. I would not be in the role that I'm in if I had not met the other half of my soul and gone through my Kundalini awakening. Bless him, bless our soul, bless us for choosing this, even though we knew how much pain we would have to break through to get to this point bless that experience and bless that decision i'm so grateful that i chose this um as a soul and that we are here my whole soul is here together like i genuinely love that 
But the last time I spoke in the physical with my twin, the last time we physically interacted, right? I am always with my soul, myself, right? My highest self. But the last time my twin and I, um, you know, interacted, it was not a productive conversation, um, to say the least. Um, I came from a very um, wounded standpoint. Honestly, a very valid one, I will say. And I think he would still agree with me on that. Like a very valid point that I was coming from. Um, Didn't go about it exactly how I wanted to. And I do, there's a poem about this. Um, And yet the graciousness of my twin was to tell me, whatever you do, make sure you write the book. Like, he knew before I knew, guys. Like, he knew, like, I was working on a completely different book. Um, And it's a book that I actually, I give Easter eggs about in Sweet Daisies. It's not a poetry book. It's a self-help, spiritual awakening-esque type of book. But um, he knew that I was writing that one. And um, a big part of that book, I thought, and I don't know if it still will be. I don't know how pertinent my twin flame um, experience will be for a self-help book. I don't think it'll be pertinent at all because it's not really the goal of the book. Um, But, you know, whenever we had this last interaction, I told him, I was like, I'm not writing the book. Like, fuck this shit. Like, I was really over it, guys. Like, I was really, really, really over the connection. Um, I was really, really hurting. And the graciousness of this man to say, make sure you write the book whatever you do. And in the garden of our afterthoughts, you'll see that little, that little message there. Um, and I wanted to include that mainly because, um, you know, this is going to sound so weird and I get like really emotional because of it. Oh man, like I'm getting like really emotional, but for all the gratitude you give me, for being here and like showing up and guiding you and being a guide in this awakening and this collective and, um, for, you know, working with you one-to-one, um, hosting masterclass with you as much gratitude as you give to me for all of this content, for everything. Um, you know, that gratitude is like equally extended to the other half of my soul. So like when you thank me also, like maybe make a mental note to thank him because, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here like in, in terms of the, what I do in my awakening and what that led me to as being a, a guide in the great awakening, you know, my soul chose to incarnate its whole self into two bodies to split itself into two bodies so that one half of us could catalyze the other to be a guide in the great awakening. And I'm the guide, but my catalyst, the other half of my soul deserves just as much credit. Um, even if he's not on the forefront of this, um, you know, spiritual guidance in this community, he is definitely, um, the reason I got to this point. And so I wrote the piece in the garden of our afterthoughts for you all to see that, um, I really like you guys basically owe it to him is what I'm saying. Like, yes, I show up every day and yes, I've put my work in. So yes, like I'm here and I'm so glad that you're grateful, but, um, to also be equally as grateful to the other half of my soul, because I really, really wouldn't be here without him. And that's why I included it. It's just like a little thank you, a public thank you to him and a public reminder of like, it's my whole soul doing this. Even if you guys 
don't see him, don't know him, even if I'm not interacting with him and we're on, you know, um, different paths here in the physical, it has a lot to do um, with him. I mean, it all has to do with him. And I think it's so beautiful that all of this and where, you know, this has led me and where I've landed when it comes to our connection, regardless of how it has physically manifested, is such a beautiful... I feel like this book is such a beautiful send-off. Like it's such a beautiful thank you of this is everything that my own soul taught me. And it's really beautiful. <laughs> like it's really beautiful words. <laughs> um, and I just think it's so beautiful because now I feel like I am ready for the next book in my life um, with all the beauty and the magic and divinity that that brings to me. I feel like I'm not carrying any baggage from, you know, the the wounds that were um, illuminated whenever I was with my twin and all the trauma that came before him. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's all left behind now. I don't feel like I'm carrying that into this next phase of my life, this next quarter century of my life, you know? Like, I don't feel like I'm carrying that. And that is just a really, really beautiful thing to me. And you guys are going to read it. And that is insane. And, you know, this is something that um, I think is going to be really healing for you, regardless of if you're on the twin flame journey or not. If you're on a spiritual journey, this book is going to hit home for you. You don't have to be on the twin flame journey to resonate with the things I talk about in this book. It's just a really healing book it's a really healing experience so that brings me to my next point um the very first page uh, i'll read it to you i want to talk about um why that's the first page i wrote this first page in 2017 so it's not it wasn't written when i started writing verses a couple like almost like about over a year ago um the first page says I start this book at the same place I always seem to find myself in, ready for life to end. And that is not something I was feeling back in October whenever I wrote this. So I don't want you to think, oh my God, Mads was really struggling. Like she's really not that far removed. It's not that at all. I wrote that in 2017 and that was originally supposed to be the preface um, or the introduction to the self-help book. And it was basically going to follow of like I started it here and I ended it here. Um, and kind of like lead into everything. So it's not that. Um, so don't worry about that. Um, there are a couple of pieces. Like I said, everything in this is so far removed from me now and from where I've been in the last year, couple of years. Um, this was all feelings that I reflected on in my life. Um, these weren't necessarily always active feelings, although some of them very much were, um, I'd say like it's like 60, 40, 60% were like pains I reflected on rather than pains I was like actively feeling. I'd even say like maybe like 70, 30 in that respect, honestly. And um, there are also several activations throughout the book. I believe if I'm looking at it properly, there's probably about nine of them. And activations in the book you're going to see are not written in poetry form. Well, one of them is, the first one is, um, they're or actually maybe like a couple of them are because I'm like flipping through them now. A few of them are. Most of them are written in like paragraph form. 
And some of them answer questions. Why do I have a good day and then a bad day? And there's like a channeled activation that comes with that. And it's like, well, why are you perceiving it that way? Essentially, um, there's another one that's called my advice to you. And it's just advice that I wanted to share. Um, there's another one and it's dedicated to the star seeds who are here light working, helping to ascend humanity's consciousness. Uh, there's a whole thing there for you guys. Um, I talk about one with separation for any twin flames who feel that there's separation. There's one for confidence um, and activation of, of standing in your power and shining brightly. Um, there's another one for the guides. I really felt guided a lot to, to share things for the guides. Um, so yeah, there's a lot in this book. It's not just poetry. It's a story of you know the evolution of my life. It's a very intimate recounting of my life and I feel like for those of you who wished that you could understand me better and how I got to the point of being a guide this sweet daisy is going to give you all of that um and the bonus thing about sweet daisies is I channel a lot with music like a lot and I decided early on in this process that whenever I published this book I would create a spotify playlist um, to have a musical experience with the book and every song is chronologically matched in the playlist and I'm not linking the playlist you have to purchase the book to get the playlist like I think it's kind of weird to listen to the playlist if you don't understand what it's talking about um, and that will be available exclusively if you buy it like I said um, you just have to scan the code on the back of the book and then you can slip into the sweetness of the, the playlist um, so there are a lot of songs, actually 10 hours and 11 minutes worth of songs. And the final song is, um, so you'll see that there's enough for each of the verses. And then there's one extra one, which is um, for the garden, um, in the garden of our afterthoughts. That's like where the final song lands um, or ends. And yeah, that's um, most of it. And, you know, there's, it was really, really cool because in this whole process, um, you know, I knew that I wanted to send out PR packages for Sweet Daisies. That's kind of how I'm doing the marketing. It's more personal that way. I'd rather do that than like ads and things like that. And I've been so, so blessed to be able to, um, you know, send, you know, Sweet Daisies PR packages to, um, you know, some mentors of mine, some guides in the collective that have been um, really, really prominent figures for me. Um, that was something that I manifested and felt so, so, so good about and just knew I was in such high alignment with how that um, came about. And also was really, really blessed and fortunate to have connected with one of the artists on the playlist and um, also send them a copy of the book because their song means so, so, so much to me. And it's just crazy how these things have manifested. I mean, I've had to really put myself out there and be like, hey, would love to send you this book because you inspired a piece of it um, or you're connected to a piece of it in some way because of your own art or a lesson that you've taught me. And it's just been um, really, really cool to see that manifest. It's really, really been delightful is the word that comes to mind um, to just see the power of taking aligned and inspired action. And this book has been literally a whole process of aligned and inspired action and listening to my intuition because um you know I realized in August that like I couldn't wait till I was 45 because 
there's two other books that have to come and those two other books cannot be written if I don't close out this part of my life and, and leave it behind. Um, and so, yeah, Sweet Daisies is officially out. It's available for purchase. You can get it in the link in the description or by going on your Amazon um, country's website and searching in the book category, Sweet Daisies. Um, it costs $22 Canadian, which I believe is like $16 American, $24 or $27 um, Aussie. Um, and I don't know what it is for euros or pounds, but it's all available there. Um, and I really, really hope that this book, you know, in some way helps you heal, helps you realize that you're not alone, just helps you realize that um, we're all a lot more alike than we think we are. And, um, you know, some of us are just too afraid to talk about that. So let me be the one to create space for you to talk about it, at least within your own mind, within your own soul, within your own self. And thank you so much for being on this journey with me um, and for bearing witness to this process as I've shared it with you all in little snippets and Easter eggs and snapshots and vlogs and podcasts and verses on my Instagram and yeah, just thank you so much. And I really, really appreciate the support. So if you buy Sweet Daisies, please post about it and tag me in it and let me know that you've bought it. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what piece connects with the most with you. I want to hear how you like the playlist. Share it with your friends, with your family, anyone who you think might like poetry or is really spiritual or you just think should read my goddamn book. Um, please, please, please. It will mean so much. And um, on that note, I might as well read you a nice little verse from the book and send you off. You know, we started with the first one. Let's, let's just do the last one since I'm sending it off and, uh, I just saw 808. That's wild. All right. The last verse in sweet daisies. This is how it ends. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear it, <laughs> you can, you can just dip out now from the podcast episode. All right, here it is. And she rose like the moon in the night sky and the sun the next morning. She rose like the flowers in a wet spring after planting her roots all winter long. She rose and she bloomed and she shined. And there you have it. Sweet Daisies Verses for a Healing Heart by M.B. Matthews. Available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles everywhere. All right, my loves, thank you so, so, so much for tuning into this episode and for buying sweet daisies and supporting me. Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to edit that out because, you know, we're just not going to do it. We're going to make it authentic. That was an alarm. Anyway, um, kind of synchronistic, but seriously, guys, thank you so, so much. And I will see you next week with a hot topic episode. I don't know what we're talking about yet, um, but I will see you then. In the meantime, go be your best self this week. I love you. You've got this.